Abide in me, Jesus says. Abide in me as I abide in you. What a powerful command we have received from him today. We are to abide. This is an active choice, an active abiding in our Lord, not just something like uh, passive or uh, not that doesn't engage us. This abiding is, is an active um, thing that we are called to do, uh, to choose to be in Christ because he has first called us, chosen us, and abides in us first. It's our response. We want to say yes. Yes, I want to abide in you as well, Lord. And so these are our Lord's last. Uh, this is the farewell discourse towards the end of the Gospel of John, where Jesus is uh, giving these final instructions to his apostles especially on this last night, this Holy Thursday night where they are speaking, uh, Jesus is calling them to abide in him as he already abides in them. Again, this choice to stay in Christ. One thing to note is the connection that Jesus makes with calling himself the vine. This isn't just like um, a, a weed vine. Uh, this is a vine of, of grapes. So we have the connection of the Eucharist here, uh, the, the grapes, the fruit of the vine, and that being of Christ as he pours out his blood. The Eucharistic connection of this is one way, uh, the most important way that we stay rooted and abide in Christ. It's in the Eucharist. And so for the first time, um, the disciples receive the Eucharist and they receive Jesus and are able and called to abide in him for the rest of their lives. Last night at uh, St. Mary and, and St. Francis, we had First Communion, and we'll have our First Communion uh, at the 10 a.m. Mass today, where the second graders, uh, we'll have seven of them from our parish, able to receive the Eucharist for the first time, able to receive, to abide in Christ. And uh, for us, maybe this is uh, not our first communion, <laughs> hopefully not, and, uh, but however many it is, may it be like our first, to dive in again, to engage again, to, uh, to abide in our Lord as he comes to abide in us. Now, you may be wondering, why should we abide in Christ? What's the point? Why do we want to do this? Well, the short answer is Jesus said so. <laughs> but on a deeper level, if we remain in him, we will bear fruit. And this is a, a real powerful claim that it is Christ within us who will bear the fruit. We must be connected to him to do anything good. Not just a little good, not just a lot good, anything good. We can't do anything good on our own. As Jesus said in our gospel, we must be in him and it is God who is doing the good work within us. And so we must remain in him. As Jesus says, whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit because without me you can do nothing. So we must stay rooted and grounded in Christ. St. Catherine of Siena, whose feast day we celebrated just a couple days ago, 
she was a Dominican, lived in the Middle Ages, um, and really was a powerhouse in, uh, in our, in our ch- church and in our faith. One day in prayer, uh, God the Father spoke to her in these words. I am the gardener then, who planted the vine of my only begotten Son in the earth of your humanity, so that you, the branches, could be joined to the vine and bear fruit. Therefore, if you do not produce the fruit of good and holy deeds, you will be cut off from this vine and you will dry up. For those who are cut off from this vine lose the life of grace and are thrown into the eternal fire. All right, that's a pretty bold statement uh, from, our, from our Heavenly Father. But we can be filled with hope because we can be rooted on the vine. We are grafted on because of our baptism and uh, divine life is given to us. We are made part of his family to be filled with Christ. And so when we live on the vine, we will bear fruit, the fruit of God. And so we must take care and great care to bear fruit for the kingdom. And each of us will again be filled with Christ at our bap- uh, today in the Eucharist. And so if we are not faithful, uh, we must uh, be very cautious about this. It's kind of like a, a plant that we forget to water, or maybe we forget to water our garden. And slowly over time, you know, we don't really see uh, that we forgot to water it. And then a couple leaves start to wither. A couple branches start to look just a little odd. Then all of a sudden we realize, hopefully it's not too late, that the branch is, or plant, is nearly dead. And then we try to bring it back. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But then it's really good for nothing. May we not be that way. When we slowly find ourselves separated from God, and uh, not living a life in him, choosing maybe what is not so good, we slowly dry up as well. We are called to stay rooted and to stay full of the presence of God, uh, to stay grounded on the vine and be filled with that sap of, of life. Uh, we call that God's grace. So let us stay grounded in him. So God the Father continues He says, but if you are attached to the vine, you will produce much fruit because you will share in the vital sap of the vine. And being in the word, my son, you will be in me, for I am the one with him and he with me. If you are in him, you will follow his teaching and you will follow. And if you follow his teaching, you will share in the very being of this word. That is, you will share in the eternal Godhead, made one with humanity. Whence you will, show, you will draw that divine love which inebriates the soul. If we stay in Christ, if we stay in the church, we will be filled with fruit and the fruit of God. Our soul will be filled with, with peace, with joy that nothing in this world can give. This world can't give peace or joy or anything really that good. It is from God that things are good. And the things that, it's not to say that the world is bad. God made it. He made it good. 
but it can't give the peace that we need in the depths of our hearts. We need Christ. We need the church. We need the sacraments. We need to pray to stay grounded in him and to bear fruit. So often, uh, sometimes, so often we, we believe the lie that we just don't have time to pray. We think, I have so much other things to do, so many other things I need to get done in my day. My to-do list is longer than I can imagine. Uh, this happens to me every now and then. And I want to challenge you today. Let us pray first. Let us go to prayer and ask for God's help first and not try to do all those things on our own and to do them without God. Let us go to pray and we will find uh, that the things that have to get done, they will. And the things that can wait till tomorrow can wait till tomorrow. We uh, can get our focus back if we go to pray first, if we stay in Christ. I remember there were many times in seminary towards about this time of year and it was finals week and I had papers and evaluations and uh, exams. So it was, part of seminary formation is that we have to do uh, self-evaluations each and every year. So this is on top of all the tests, the papers, the exams, uh, trying to wrap everything up. We had to look at our, our whole year. What did I do well? What was not so good? And uh, sometimes it was a good thing and sometimes it was just a, a drudgery to get through but in the midst of all of that it was there was just so much going on and yet everything got done that had to get done everything took place that needed to get done before the end of the year and it is the same for each of us each of you everything that will that needs to happen will take place but let us always go to prayer first, to be filled with faith and trust in God and hope and love. This is our faith, and let us stay connected to Christ today, to stay on the vine, to stay rooted and grounded in him, where we will find peace and joy that the world cannot give, but Christ can, and he will give himself to you today to fill you with his life and to give you his grace and peace. So, brothers and sisters, let us abide in Christ and remain in him as he remains in us today.